as I have healed my nervous system reactions around sensations in my body, that has been the biggest healer for me. So creating safety around money, around how you spend money, how you interact with money, how you save money, when you heal all of the scarcity that comes up from that and you create safety around how you deal and interact with money, I think it creates three things. It creates wealth, freedom, and abundance. This is Shelby Hansen, and you're listening to episode 100, Money and Your Nervous System. Welcome to the Get Your Energy Back podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. As a life coach, invisible illness warrior, and kidney transplant recipient, I've navigated the waters of chronic fatigue for nearly a decade and can help you feel more energized and alive than ever before. In this podcast, we dive deep into topics that can help you boost your energy levels and live a more vibrant life. Whether you're looking to overcome limiting beliefs, improve your relationships, gain a better understanding of what is affecting your energy levels, or simply find more joy and fulfillment in your life, the Get Your Energy Back podcast is the perfect place to start. So sit back, relax, and join me on this journey towards a more energized, balanced, and vibrant life. Welcome to the show today. I am brimming with excitement to share with you some of the things that I learned over the past week, sharing some live time in Miami, Florida with Kate Northrup. Now, Kate Northrup is one of my mentors that I have been learning from for the past couple of years, and she has a great book called Do Less. If you are interested in learning more, if you're a woman, about your menstrual cycle and how as you learn about your body's natural rhythms, that it can help you to do less in your days to create bigger, more expansive, abundant results. And as somebody who loves to help people get their energy back, I love the concept of doing less to create more, and I've used her concepts in my life to create so much more life, so much more living with actually doing less. So a couple of years ago, Kate started doing some money courses too. And last year, she invited me to go into her Relax Money cohort. And I took her up on the chance, took her up on the opportunity, and have loved everything that I've been learning. Now, one of the reasons why I wanted to learn about money mindset from Kate Northrup is because she also puts nervous system regulation as part of her healing modalities for healing some of the things that come up with money. Now, I don't know about you, but money can be one of the most dysregulating things for people, especially clients that come to me. We start to talk about money and then fear is the first thing that happens for a lot of you. And that's okay. Happens for me too. That's why I decided to take a course. I was just telling somebody on a consult this morning that if there's ever any area of my life where I'm not getting the results that I want, I just find a coach that teaches how to do that thing. And I go work with that coach and I get that result. And it's happened in so many areas of my life. So when I saw that I had some scarcity around money and I had some healing to do, I was so excited that Kate was teaching nervous system regulation around money because as I have healed my nervous system around my nervous system reactions around sensations in my body, that has been the 
biggest healer for me. So creating safety around money, around how you spend money, how you interact with money, how you save money, when you heal all of the scarcity that comes up from that and you create safety around how you deal and interact with money, I think it creates three things. It creates wealth, freedom, and abundance. So as I've gone through this work, understanding the underlying stories, the unintentional stories that I was telling about money, and then using nervous system tools to regulate my experience, I have had such an expansive experience with money over the past year. And when uh, Kate invited people that were in her Relax Money to come and join a live event with her in Miami last week, I was all in. So what I wanted to share with you today on the podcast was some things that I learned from Kate over this past week and also some nervous system tools that Kate uses to help heal around money. And if you are still struggling with your fatigue, maybe some chronic pain, any other just strange or vague symptoms, these things will help to decrease those sensations and decrease the un- the discomfort around it as well. So I just, this is such a do less strategy. When you learn how to regulate your nervous system around one area of your life, like maybe it's a relationship and then around your body sensations and then around money, if you can do it in one area, you can do it in them all. So that's why I just, money is a little bit off topic, but not really when you think about the nervous system regulation. Again, people start talking about money and money, the way that we are socialized as women to think about money, to interact with money, it can cause us to feel dysregulated around decisions about how we spend our money, how we save our money, what we use our money for. And that dysregulation can also show up in your body. So if you start to heal your relationship with money, it can also impact your relationship with your body. So I just wanted to give you a quick example. Years ago, I would go to Costco with a good friend of mine. She was amazing. She had four kids that were teenagers and two little kids that were like my youngest kids' ages. We'd go to Costco and we would just get cartfuls of food because our families just ate tons of food. And I was always shocked at the end. I would get to the end of Costco and it'd be like, you know, however many hundred dollars. And I'm like, oh, like this is a lot of money to spend on food, especially if you think about back when I was a college student, it was just my husband and I, we get by with hardly spending any money on food. But then with four kids, I'm like, I need to spend a lot of money on food. And especially where we were living in Florida, the food was more expensive than other places. And I noticed her reaction when the bill would come up and her bill was even bigger than mine. She would say, I'm so grateful that I'm able to provide my family with healthy food choices. I'm so grateful that I have the resources and this is what I choose to spend my money on. It was such a stark contrast to how I viewed grocery shopping because in my mind, I was just like, oh, I've just wasted all this money on all of this food. And you can see how that would be dysregulating. That story could be so dysregulating that going grocery shopping and buying fruits and vegetables for your family is a problem. So I always looked at her as an example of how I wanted to be around money. And I had the money in my account. 
to buy the groceries. And still I had that level of discomfort and not feeling safe around spending that much money. So watching her tap into that abundant mindset, that gratitude mindset, she was a way shower for me. And that's one of the things that Kate Northrup in her program talks about is looking for way showers, people that are regulated around the way that they interact with, spend, and save money. So that's the first thing. If you know somebody like that, be sure to be thinking about what is the way that they interact with money and how can I start to maybe adopt some of the things that they do. So Kate, at the very end of our time together on that day with the re- with Relax Money in Miami, she shared her top ways for how to heal your nervous system. And I loved this list, and I thought that I would share it with you. You can use this for money. You can use it for your body. You can use it for a relationship. You can use it with your relationship with time. There's so many avenues you could use this. So I'm just going to share them with you now. So the first one that she said, this is key to healing your nervous system, is to set boundaries. I know, it doesn't sound very sexy. (laughs) And the way that she interpreted that setting boundaries is making agreements with yourself about what you're available for and what you're not available for. So for me, one of the money agreements that I've decided is that I'm available for spending my money in ways that feel really good to me. I am no longer available for feeling guilty for the ways that I spend money. I'm available for following the plan that I have made with my partner about how I will spend money. I am not available for spending money just to because it feels good. And it's a way to um, escape what's happening. I'm not available for that anymore. So, and you could think about this for your body too. I'm available for self-compassion. I am not available for guilt-tripping myself for how I feel and all of the things that I should have done and the things I should have eaten and the things that I should have, the, the exercise I should have done. I'm not available for that. I'm available for loving my experience where I'm at right now. Okay, the second thing, and this kind of goes with the way showers, is to spend time with people that are safe. I was able to lead a retreat for the Beauty Boost uh, last weekend, and one of the things that we talked about was relationships. We're coaching around relationships, helping understand that what we're believing about the relationship is creating our own experience. And I told these ladies, I said, listen, you can do this thought work around anybody. You can make it so that you can heal any relationship and You can choose to do thought work around people that are really difficult for you to be around and make it easier for you to be around them. For me, that's a lot of work. I prioritize spending time with people that I don't have to do a lot of thought work around, people that are moving forward in their lives, that they're not making excuses, that they are just fun to be around. Those are the kind of people that I want to be around, ones that are just so in love with their lives, in love with their spouses. I love spending time with people like that. So think about when you're around other people that are constantly living in a state of stress, our nervous systems respond to that. And so when you interact with people that are more safe, that you don't have a lot of judgments around, that they're just really easy to be around, your nervous system regulates to that too. So just as chaos is catching, so is calm. So my friend at Costco, her being very calm around how she was spending her money, that 
invited me to be calm around the way that I was choosing to spend my money too. So when you choose to be around safe people that you don't have to do a lot of work to be around them, that is very healing for our nervous systems. Okay, third thing is physical movement. So if going and exercising is not something that's available to you physically right now, that's okay. Some of the most healing modalities for physical movement are something that's rhythmic, opposing bilateral. So that means that it's stimulating both sides. So walking is one of those things, but also butterfly taps are too. If you are watching on the YouTube channel, you can see just tapping each shoulder by crossing your arms. This signals to your body that you are safe. There's something that happens in our brains that our brains realize, okay, if I'm getting this stimulation from both sides, then it means that there is no longer a threat and I don't need to be in an activated state. If you do have it available to you to physically move, it's so healing. I love going to Spanga class where we do spin. It's really challenging, but I feel like it really gets that flight energy out. Then we do strength training, and I feel like that's the fight. We're fighting against the gravity and all of the the weights. And then it follows up with yoga that brings me back to that breath, that brings me back to that resting state, that aligned state. So that is a way to heal your nervous system is by doing things that are a little bit harder than you think that you can do, but also increasing your capacity for doing that thing. Okay. Fourth thing is time in nature. When I was going about healing a lot of the neuroplastic pain that I had in my body from mind-body syndrome, which is a lot about what I coach people on, I when I would have the most activated times, like I would feel a lot of anxiety, I would feel just like buzzing in my body, and I just felt like I want to crawl out of my skin, one of the things that I would do would be to walk outside to my backyard and look at the trees and see the leaves blowing and listen to the birds chirping and tell myself, send myself messages of safety paired with this belief that I'm aligning to the frequency of nature. Nature is aligned. Nature, one of the things that Kate said was that if you go touch a tree, like that tree, that living thing, it doesn't have thoughts that are going to ramp up its nervous system and keep it like in this activated state. The tree is more stable. The tree is more steady. And so you can use nerve the, the nature in order to heal your nervous system. It's why it's so wonderful to go on walks outside to be um, one of the things I did was go walk on the beach because I live in Ohio and I miss the beach so much. So walk in the sand. Let your body have the texture of the sand, listening to the ocean waves coming in. All of that is healing because we are beings of nature. We just spend most of our time indoors, especially if you live in an environment where it gets cold in the winter. So prioritizing spending that time in nature. I actually really love winter hikes because when it gets super cold outside, a lot of the water in Ohio will freeze and it's fun to see the ponds and the waterfalls freezing. So thinking about what can I do so that I will love being outside in nature more, even if it's cold outside. And even if you can't go outside, just looking out a window is healing. Okay. Um. Next one is, this is what she calls practicing interoception. 
and we do this in coaching, interoception is paying attention to what does it feel like to be me? What are the sensations that I'm experiencing in my body? So that can be either processing some pain sensations, processing some emotional sensations, bringing the the intangible into tangible reality by expressing it through language. As a speech language pathologist, I just love learning about language and I love that we have something that commonly binds us together, but understanding that how we feel things, nobody else can feel like what you exactly how you feel in your body. But when you bring it to language, then we do have a more common understanding and a common ground between each other. I think that we spend way too much time in our heads and not thinking about what it feels like to be inside my body. This is one of the skills that I've practiced of I've felt emotions and let myself tell me, okay, I think this emotion is sadness or shame or joy or gratitude. Now I feel the sensations and I am friends with them. I recognize them. Sometimes I'll feel a sensation and be like, wait, I'm sad? I'm like, oh, I am sad about that thing because I've gotten so good at that interoception. And that's one of the skills I love teaching my clients. And then the last one that she says is toning our vagus nerve. When your vagus nerve is activated, it's a nerve deep inside your body. When that is activated, it is what brings you back into the parasympathetic rest and digest state. So some of the ways that you can tone your vagus nerve are to sing, to hug somebody, hug yourself, hug someone else for 20 seconds. We did that as a practice. Dancing. One of the things I love doing is turning on music on my assistive device that if I say her name, she's going to start doing something. I think you know who I'm talking about. Telling it to play my favorite songs and singing them or in the car, turning on the radio and singing my favorite songs. It's such a regulating activity. It can help move energy through. So these are some of the things that that Kate taught in order to help heal your relationship with your money. And that's why I loved it because I have seen such a difference in how I relate to money and how I'm creating more money because I'm able to do it from a relaxed place. Okay, I hope that this episode helped you. And if you're curious about how nervous system regulation could help shift some place in your life, whether it's your money or whether it's your physical health, whether it's a relationship that's really challenging for you. This could be one of the answers that you've been looking for. So if you're curious about how you can heal your nervous system, how you can step into new beliefs that are going to create amazing impact in your world, I invite you to come on a call with me and I will tell you all about how we can work together. All right. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's get coaching together today. I hope you have a wonderful week as you take your power back on creating more vitality, energy, and vibrancy in your life today.